One of the greatest dream uh, killer I find is the timetables we set. Um, and by this point, I should be there, and and, and the, the outward measures. Uh, I think one of the greatest dream feeder is to where I am now. I'm serving passionately, and I, I'm putting all my gifts into this, and I'm I'm, ser I'm serving, and I, and I'm trusting God for the next step. Back once again with Gary with some podcast. Thanks for joining us. And if you've been watching over the last few episodes, you've been listening to my interview with Pastor Claudude. We have the third segment of that now. Once again, I want to encourage you to... Uh, subscribe to the Gary Wilson podcast also to let some other people know if you're enjoying the content and we're getting some good feedback we love for you when you write to us we try to respond to every comment on our uh, that, that comes to us and some of them have been really rich uh, some of you have been facing some difficult problems and you share with us with them and we try our best to to get back with you and um, but if you like the content we'd love for you to share it with other people as well uh, I, 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 I boast not but I do pray that we have certain things being discussed, said, proclaimed, truths that need to be said in this generation. And if these are uh, resonating with you, uh, I would ask you to let others know about it as well. Uh, we take care of the depth of the ministry. We pray that God will help use you to take care of the breadth of this ministry. And so we thank you. Looking forward to this uh, third episode here with Pastor Claudude. I'm just really glad you're writing this book because I really believe it's going to be a lot of, a lot of uh, incredibly helpful and not just for the individual, but, you know, when the dream is fully lived as God has it for us, how many, like you're saying, I heard today already, how many other people are going to be helped by that? The, your family, uh, you know, a father who has given up on his dreams is going to be less enthusiastic about life and his kids are going to feel that. His wife is going to see a man who's given up and disengaged. So as you're talking about getting back into the faith that it takes to believe that God has this, this his favor still on your life. Uh, I know in the book you're going to be talking about the favor of God is what, what brings this into reality. Uh, and the second aspect of that then was for those who, you know, that burn that dream is burning. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm believing God for this. Um, are there some, I don't know if instruction is the right word, or there's some things that they need to be doing to cultivate the dream? I believe they are dream killers, and I believe they are dream feeders, uh, dream, dream developers. And, and just a few thoughts uh, from, the life, from the life of Joseph in terms of, of developing uh, the dream or, or of, of, of feeding the dream is, is um, the sense of whatever you, your hand finds to do now, yeah. uh, do it with all your heart and to the best of your, um, don't, don't wait for the, um, don't measure with human measure. When, when Joseph was scrubbing floors and, and whip de doo he gets a promotion to be the head of all the floor scrubbers uh, <laughs> in Potiphar's house. Uh, I, I, I'm convinced that he didn't feel, wow, this is amazing. Look at where I'm at now. Um, don't measure, don't measure the growth of the development of your dream by human standards and by your own standards. Um, the, wherever he felt he found himself, he served. Uh, I think the dream killers, dream killers and dream feeders, um, one of the greatest dream uh, killer I find is the timetables we set. Yeah. Um, at, by this point, I should be there and, and, and the, the outward measures. 
Uh, I think one of the greatest dream feeder is to where I am now, I'm serving passionately and I, I'm putting all my gifts into this and I'm, I'm, ser I'm serving and, I, and I'm trusting God for for next step. I think one of the greatest dream um, dream killer is unforgiveness, hmm. bitterness. I mean, the last last chapter of Joseph's life, it's all about him and his brothers. Wow. When he finally, it, it, when actually the dream came came and they, they all came to him, there's two chapters where uh, he's actually, his confession was right because he says, God has healed me of all my wounds. It's all good. But when he thinks it's all set, and what a scene, when he actually gets the crown, gets the ring, gets the coat from the Pharaoh, and there's actually like a parade. I mean, you guys just had the, the avalanche parade, and but he, and a whole nation is there, and, 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 and Pharaoh says, there's no one, uh, uh, your second, everybody, everybody bow to Joseph, not only his brothers and his father and mother, everybody bow to Joseph, and Joseph thinks, I, finally, this is it, uh, I got, I'm there, and yet his greatest battle was awaiting him, because now you're going to face your brothers. Yeah. You're going to face those who threw you in the pit. You're going to face those who, and for two chapters, he's harsh with them. He tricks them as they tricked him. He plays games with them. He, he just can't. And there's one moment that is so poignant, so beautiful, that he actually, he actually asks everybody to leave the room while he reveals himself to his brothers, and he begins to weep uncontrollably, and he says, I am Joseph. And, and, uh, he he's brought to a place in God that he's comforting them. He's brought to a place in God where he's saying, you guys meant this for evil, but God turned it around. So, so the, of course, the dream is fed by praying and fasting and studying and developing and, and, and learning from others and being faithful where we are and to, and to never cease to grow and to enlarge and to, but I think that, the the dream is 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 especially protected by search me oh god and i will not let any level of unforgiveness come and yeah. and and because as you said earlier um as he was allowed to 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 forgive and release them by only by the work of the holy spirit the whole family is reset in order the last words of, of, Gen of that genesis portion is him being a blessing to his brothers, to kids and grandkids, and is a picture of Joseph with his own family and his brother's family on his knees together, and he's pronouncing blessing over them. Mm -hmm. None of this would have been, and I actually believe, and this is all just from 40 years of it, 45 years of ministry, but he, I believe that even when he was at his peak, if he would, if he would have allowed unforgiveness to stay, that he could have ruined the rest of it. Yeah. That because it, temptations were all over the place and he could have just be uh hardened himself and and after years of well serving uh so so the the watchful the watchful inner uh the 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 watchful eye on our own heart to search me oh god the inner honesty to say oh god i want to bring every and i and i'm not going to go into any details on that but i want to say this to you my my brother and my friend you've been a you've been an example to me mm. in some of these areas in, in, in the sense in, in the area of forgiveness and in the area of um there'll never be a season where we won't have again 
to bring our offended heart to God right. and and for him over time and, and to him over time to to bless I believe that's why the there's a favor of God uh, over your life and over what you the, there's that heart that that keeps uh, releasing so there's uh there's dream killers mm-hmm. but there's dream feeders and, and and developers that that we we can walk into wow you know you 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 commented there that I was asking you a question that was uh, off the cuff the way you answered it, I'm glad I asked it because um, you, yeah, the, the, that was that was really powerful. That uh, that needed to be said, and I think God intended for you to mm. say that right in this hour. Um, as you were thinking, it, two things uh, came to mind. I've never, in 40 years of ministry, heard a connection between forgiveness and destiny, uh, fulfillment of God's dreams in your life. But it makes no sense, uh, you know, that if that if there, how many how many ministers or Christians have we seen who don't forgive, they get bitter, and in their bitterness, they don't have faith or confidence or joy anymore, so the, the dream that they have is never fulfilled. So uh, it was really powerful. That's uh, you know, what a great link. I would even say this, um, because unfortunately I've had to, not unfortunately because it, 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 there's there's a purpose in that, but um, I've had to serve the Lord. The Lord has called me to help restore many, many ministries. Um, our church, with the counseling staff that we have and all that, the, there's actually pastors, and it's a large church, so uh, they can come and be mm-hmm. uh, feeling security here. But we we have had pastors from all over our nation and sometimes other French nations and continent come to our church for one year, two year after a moral failure, after something horrible happened, and 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 almost to the man, almost to the woman. When you, uh, I've counseled with them for hours and weeks and months, and and most, almost in every case that a man, the first root of it was uh, an offense. Mm. It was a, a woundedness. It was a, it, there was a betrayal. There's something that broke, that that was left unhealed, that was left undealt with, that brought what you said, loss of joy, loss of, eventually. Loss of communion with God, ministry by by strength and by charisma and by experience and by and then then it it, it infiltrates and pollutes everything, and it, and and the bitter heart uh, uh, brings his guard down and, and is mm-hmm. open. It, it's very hard to, uh, to it, it's not you don't see it first take, but immorality in the ministry is often rooted in bitterness and offenses that have been undealt with. Yeah. Uh, it, it opens the floodgate to the enemy it, 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 to, to come in. So there's a sense of uh, uh, Joseph, I believe, greatest battle was the battle against unforgiveness. And even mm-hmm. even uh, the, 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 that uh, when you go through everything his, his brothers did to him uh, over and over, and it was so, um, and I, I'm glad again that the Bible is so, the inspiration of Scripture is incredible because when his brothers came to him, it's not, it's not a Hollywood movie. He didn't hug them and start... There's such you see the battles chapter by chapter. He he's doing to them what they did. He, he doesn't trust them. He doesn't, and he's and and he he goes and hides away and he comes back. But his forgiveness is such when under the Holy Spirit and he's a type of Christ. But it's so beautiful because when when he's getting get ready to reveal and, and he tells of what his brothers did to him, he asks people to get out of the room. He, even in his in his state, he, he's second in the nation. He doesn't want people to know mm. how bad they were. Wow! Our reaction, our human reaction, <laughs> yeah. is 
I'm forgiving, but I'm letting everybody know these horrible things they did to us or to me. He, he It's an incredible thing. No, he, he wants to protect the future, if you can imagine. He wants to protect the future we'll have together and they will have. And these people don't need to know. These are my brothers now. They don't need the Pharaoh and the people don't need to know what they did to me. Whoa. Mm. When I look at that, I say, oh God, your Holy Spirit, yeah. I need so, so, so deeply. But it is something that, that I strive for. Yeah. What a great link, though. The potential loss for from not forgiving and the, the not that uh, like well, I said I hadn't, hadn't heard that before. The other thing that when I don't I don't know you were really honing in on this one concept, but you said something and it almost sent chills through my body. You said Joseph was able to say to his brothers, "I am Joseph." And when you said that, this thing just rushed through my mind. Is like he may not have been able to say that in the same way when he was thrown in the pit or when he was in prison or when he was Potiphar's house, he was confused about his identity, you know, and a lot of us, whether it be in ministry or business or family, we're kind of confused about not only our dream and our destiny, but, but you know, and I don't think you can fulfill your dream or destiny unless you know who you are. So if I'm saying I am, I am the next Rick Warren or I am the next Billy Graham or I'm going to be, you're, you're, you don't, you, there's no way to fulfill your dream. Uh, but when you said that, he, he, the way he said that, it was just like I could picture Joseph saying that, I'm Joseph. I know who I am. I know the storms I've been through. I know the weeping that, that you know, you, when you started this last episode about uh, Psalm, from Psalm 126. Uh, uh, but I also know uh, I'm the man who, who, who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing. But I shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing in sheaves with him. And that sheaves... Is, I'm not sure of the word of that. I've heard a lot of different definitions, but but he's bringing his, you're, the way you're describing. It, he's bringing his family. He's bringing the generations. He's bringing a nation in with him, and all that was born from forgiveness. And and I think you're saying too identity. I know I know who I am. I don't know if you're intentionally saying that or not, but it sure came across to me that way. That was good. Yeah, you know, I believe that. I believe that through every season, uh, Joseph allowed. God to to fashion his identity. Uh, now the the name Joseph God added to my life is, is to me as great depth. It's a um, life life the life that Joseph inherited at first. There's a dream, but I, we don't have time to go into it. But it's a it's a dark dark dysfunctional home mm-hmm. with with all around him. I mean the. the there's murder. There's rape. There, there's a, 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 a toxic home and, and, and a passive father and, mm. and all that that stuff. And the dream is the middle of all that. And 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 I, I identify with Joseph in saying, I am I am Joseph. Whatever I am, that's I would say this, Gary. Whatever I am, that's any good in me. God added it. Yeah, he added to me. If, yeah. uh, if you if you subtract from my life what God added, there's nothing left that's good. Mm. So there's a sense in Joseph of a uh, and and you know Manasseh. Uh, my son, God has made me to forget my sorrow. And Ephraim, God has made me fruitful in the place of my fiction. But then, then the, the name that was put on him, Tanaf Paneach, is preserver of life, savior of the world. So he, he, I am what God intended me to be. Um, and also the, um, when you talked about the sheaves, I love that. Uh, the harvest, the sheaves. Let God determine what his true sheaves for you are mm-hmm. in this season. <laughs> Amen. Uh, we have a tendency to, to 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 want to pick the sheaves. 
This is the, this is my reward. This is my, um, uh, this is my harvest. This is how God, but, but let, let God also, you sow in tears, you walk carrying the seed and you rejoice bringing his sheaves, uh, in your life, his yeah. sheaves uh, in your life. I, when I was, when I was, uh, we have, we both have, uh, so many examples of that, but when I was, uh, 30, 30 years old, we began our church here. And I used to say to a few friends, because I love, my burden is for the French world. And and I used to think, and when you're 30, you think 50, 55 is like so, so <laughs> long away. So I used to say, uh, very foolishly, but I used to say to people, uh, to some friends around me, I'm going to give it a go here at Nouvelle Vie for about a good 20, 25 years. But when I'm tw- in Montreal, but when I'm 55, I'm going to go put, I'm going to go to Paris and I'm going to go plant, I might have said it to you, I'm going to go plant a dagger in the dragon's heart mm. in Paris, <laughs> then I'll give it 15 years there, and then I'll, and then I'll well, because uh, in my mind, when I would be 55, everything here would be perfect and settled and smooth and everything would be, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm still in Montreal at 60, and I'm, think, I'm staying, still working at this, and there and there's some days that I still feel like I'm a, a kite in a whirlwind. Uh, that's how little <laughs> I control anything. But, uh, but the... The when God led us to start the Bible school, well, we have now a, a, a bachelor's program, a ministry program, accredited bachelor's and master's program, and we have a thousand graduates, uh, and we have hundreds of them in Paris, but also in cities all over France and Belgium. So, so I had some sheaves in mind, uh, but but God, God had His sheaves prepared for me. And the rejoicing is not so much, and I have a, and many many sheaves that I thought did not did not happen. But but our jo- our rejoicing is bringing in this season the sheaves that God has prepared for me. Yeah, and that's where you can say, at sixty and me at sixty three, we can say, um, you know, I am Gary. This is this is who I am. I'm not trying to be somebody else. These are the sheaves God. These are, this is the harvest God called me to. And it matches the, the the dream I have for my life. I, I love the season I'm in. Now you've mentioned season a couple of times because it totally matches every ambition and spiritual desire that I have, and the the harvest field that He has me working in. And it sounds exact. You know, you can say I am Claude. Uh, this I am Gary Wilkerson. I, I don't need to do anything else, prove anything to anybody. Just just uh, continue to receive the blessings from God. Yeah. The the um. The idea that that I am Joseph is also there's a a peace in accepting this is what I am and this is what I'm not. Yeah, I I think th- I, we have heart for everything. We have a passion for so many things, but as years go go on, we're just molded into this is who I am by the grace of God. This is what I, this is what uh, my identity is in Christ. And this, in this season, this is what is, and, and it takes great humility. Uh, let me push it before uh, you talk about, there will be pastors in their sixties and more watching this. It takes amazing, the spirit of God in us in the 60 to 70 season, the Lord gives us life and 70 to 80 to, to, to actually say, Oh God, how, how, what do you want from me in this season? Not only to who I am clothed, but what do you want me to be in this season? In uh, right now for, for us in Montreal, I am intentional every single day in succession thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm continually sowing into uh, 
because uh, the the I can't for the next fifteen years just simply be I am Claude, the Claude that I've been for the last right. thirty forty. Yeah. I need to be what he needs to wants me to be now, pouring in uh, to to other people. Let me say say this quickly. A few weeks ago, I was in France preaching a beautiful church, uh, open door church, Porte Ouverte in France. Um, one of the largest churches in France where a, a conference, 3,000 young people were there. Um, and I, I spent a few minutes with a the founder of that church. His son, who's 57, is now pastoring, but the father was 95. Wow. And I had the, the joy of being with him a uh, couple of days before he went on to be with Glory. I was there June 6th, and he went on to be with Glory June 11th. Mm. And he, he, I, I was with him, and we're hugging and praying and talking together. And, and this man built this amazing church, and he's... But in the last years of his life, his body failing, and all, but I'm sitting with him, and he's, he's, he's radiating joy and service, telling me in the last years what he's doing, because physically even can't, uh, he was doing 20, 30 phone calls a day wow. with parishioners, with people praying with them on the phone, mm. praying for healing on the phone. And, and uh, this is a man who built one of the largest shirts in France who, who preached uh, yeah, really a heart for evangelism, massive. So he preached crusades. He preached, but in that season, and, and, I, and I spent time, he, he set up over the last 15 years, an incredible, there's young people, three, four generations serving that mm. church. And here he is, joyful. His, his wife's telling me, I have to hide the phone, you know, because <laughs> he, he needs to rest. Yeah. Now, let me be let me be honest with you. When I, I'm 60, when I'm thinking of myself the next few years, it doesn't seem like a great, I'm a very action-oriented person. It doesn't seem like an amazingly joyful thing for me to be talking to people on the phone uh, 30 times a day. Uh, and that might not be what God has for me. But what that man who went on to be with glory a few days later, what that man... Uh, communicated to me before he passed on after everything else he 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 inspired me is that i need to surrender deeper and deeper to mm. his purposes for my life in this season yeah. because that's who i am joseph i am claude when i was 30 i'm claude i'm 40 50 i am gary but i want to be the gary and the claude that god wants me to be in this coming season yeah. Not my will, but thy will be done. That's so profound, man. I love that. It, it encourages me and challenges me as, as well. Uh, one last question, and just just say no if you don't want to answer it. Um, what what are what are Claude's, Claude Claude's this season's dreams? Well, me my um, the dreams that I'm putting before God. Um, in terms of, of, of specific things, is a is a, a network of French churches that are growing and healthy. Um, my dream, it, there's some dreams in terms of uh, of mercy and of uh, um, you know you've been with us. We we've developed uh, mercy agencies, food bank, and different ministries that are feeding 20,000 people a month, and 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 things are adding. One thing God put on my heart. Uh, years ago, and that I think now is coming is uh, is before my ma I'm done with my ma my mandate here in Montreal. I am to uh, set some to bring something about that has never happened uh, in Christian circles here, but it's actually uh, homes for for the elderly, the the um, elderly people in 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 Canada and in Quebec in particular uh, are treated horribly. Mm. I mean, and, and our Christian elderly, there's no, 
there's no Christian home. Hmm. There's no home for Christian people that have actually built our churches, that have raised, that that have given. Them. And and I, as a pastor, go with them through incredible situations where where I've been with uh, men and women 55 years married, that they actually will put them because they're sick. They're different. They'll put them in different hospitals. Hmm. They're separated now. Uh, for years, for two, one, two, three years, because they have different, and and in Quebec it's so um, so s- s- vulgar. Uh, now it's pr- common practice in Quebec to put men and women in the same rooms. Mm. So here's this lady who's a woman, of, a woman of God. She served God her whole life. She's separated from her husband. She's been married to for fifty years, and in her little t- tiny room at the hospital or the home. They put strange men on the other side beside a, uh, and 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 she she she's mm. just, you know, she uh, shriveled up there. Just and 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 uh, we're called to honor yeah. uh, fathers and mothers in the faith. So so that is one dream that I believe, and, and God is so amazing because I've I've carried this for years. But He's bringing people right now. He's gathering people of incredible experience in that, in that field. Um, uh, so that is, that's one, one uh, part of, the, uh, of what, I, what I have in my heart. And the next, the, what's really burning on my heart is all in terms of developing leaders and, and a worldwide network, not denomination, or, but a, a, a network of, uh, of young servants of God that I hope to be able to to father in father until uh, I, I'm st- while well, I'm still breathing to my la- my last breath. Paul said, "You have a lot of teachers, but few fathers." And I'm I'm uh, uh, and I, I close. I'd finish with this. That's what I'm thinking. That's what's in my heart right now. The planting of a certain. I have a number I don't want to mention, but a planting and developing of a number of churches uh, that are growing and healthy. Um, we're not about, our church planning vision is not about numbers. Let's put a map and put as many dots as we can. Mm-hmm. Starting a church with a bang is one thing, but to grow it into and develop the leadership so they're growing and self-sustaining churches, that's our that's our vision. Uh, but I would say this, um, there'll probably be so many other things that wasn't on my radar, but that God will, will, will take me into. I, I think of your dad who... Um, when I first met him, traveled from Texas to Montreal by bus because he hated flying mm-hmm. and came to Promise of Quebec and ministered all, and this is how the relationship began, and which has been such a blessing to my life now with second generation with you. But that so hated flying so much that he'll drive for, for a whole week to come to Canada because I can't bear to be on a plane. But if I'm not mistaken, after he was 50 or even 55, traveled by flight to 60 nations and more. Mm-hmm. And you you were part of all. So that's not what he, if I, if I would have asked your dad at 53, what are you going to do between 55 and, and 75? He would not have said, I'm going to board a thousand planes <laughs> yeah. to travel to service. Of he, so, 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 so may God give us that heart that whatever he puts in, in front of us that will be in his will, whatever the sheaves are mm-hmm. and, and whatever the uh, whatever God, the, the mental or the coat he puts on us in Joseph vocabulary, that we'll walk in joy and obedience and, and enter in what God has for us. Wow, well, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about my dad. You know, you're 60. He, he didn't start, I think, if, I, if my numbers are correct, I don't think he started Times Square Church till he was 58. And so, yes, you know, exactly. and, and it seems like we're talking about seasons here a little bit today and you know, so, you know, it's, it's never too late to have a new season 
you can always, you know, <clears throat> one of my favorite authors, uh, I heard him interviewed recently, and um, the man who was interviewing him, he took three best-selling books. He goes, this this is a New York Times bestseller, this one, this one. He goes, do you know what all three of these books have in common? And the author said, no, I don't know. He goes, you wrote all three of these after you turned 80 years old. And he goes like, oh, I never never thought of that. So, yeah, so I don't know if anybody's listening that's uh, worried about they haven't uh -huh. accomplished their dream yet. Uh, it's, it's never too yeah. late. Can I say? Yeah. Can I say something about uh, uh, about something you said earlier? When you said what, when your dad spoke over each, yeah, and, and he said to you, "God will keep you." Yeah, uh, and to you at that point, you know, uh, wow, is that is that all? <laughs> yeah. But but one thing that really is deep, deep in my heart, as my my to really answer your question, my 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 greatest goal and purpose and pursuit um, is to finish well. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. To 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 not be a cause of 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 people putting their heads down all over, and all those sons and daughters that are that are watching us all over our own spheres of influence. Uh, I, I I've had that heart all my life, but uh, I've been shaken in the last three, four, five years by ministries that did so well for so long, but seem in the last kilometer, in the last season, in the last. In terms of years of their ministry, to have allowed things in that that, uh, and I'm not talking about the loss of salvation or other right. this the, but but there's there's a shadow and there's a disappointing and there's a, a darkness over sometimes the entire their entire accomplishments because of a, a a badly finishing. So right now at 60, I'm hoping I'm praying to live another 25, 30 years, but. Um, my one of my greatest thing that keeps that every morning when I, I i want my life to continue shining mm -hmm. and i want all the sons and daughters looking at us so so actually gary to have been kept by god mm -hmm. is is probably the greatest prophetic yeah uh, and let may god continue I, I'm, I'm challenging us continue walking to to see the fulfillment being kept by God yeah. is a uh, is a the, one of the greatest thing that can be said by the grace of God will do it. Yeah, Amen. Because the God he'll, is He'll do it in us. Yeah, God, When you think about God keeping that word keep is the same word, the Hebrew word uh, when He told Adam and Eve to tend the garden, be fruitful and multiply. So so the keeping power of God is not just well, you're, you're going to survive. The keeping power is every day you're kept, you're, you're growing, you're maturing. You're, you said that before, you know, Joseph is being, what was his name? Being added. Uh, what was, uh, God added to my life. God added. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's part of keeping. Yeah. So and I know he's kept us and he's, and he's keeping us close. He's keeping you and I in a friendship that is dear to both of us. And, uh, we look forward to it. And so September of this year, um, your 2022, your new book will be coming out. And I want people to be encouraged to pick up that book. Look, look for uh, the author's name. You can Google it, Claude Oud. H-O-U-D-E. And um, also you can go onto our World Challenge website. The uh, Some of his sermons are on our World Challenge website in English. He, speaks, he preaches in French, but uh, if you want to hear him 
his powerful sermons. They're, they're life-changing. Uh, you can go to our World Challenge website. And I also believe if you go on YouTube as well and just uh, type in his name, he has some French-speaking ones, but you'll see, a, if you'll scroll down, you'll see a couple English ones as well. And in November 2022, you're coming to Montreal. I am. So be. we'll put that, yeah. so, so we will put that on the World Challenge website and you'll yes. actually see Pastor Gary being interpreted by me into French Yes. and and speaking also at our graduation with with students and graduates going to ministry yeah. into all over the French world. So <laughs> I'm tying you to this in front of Love all it. these witnesses I can't to wait. make sure you're coming. <laughs> Can't wait to be with you, and you're going to be with us. We are, um, so for, you mentioned pastors' conferences. You know, we did some together. We've done some with my dad. Uh, so it, it, the, the baton has been passed to you and I and Carter Conlon and Tim Deline and some others. And so we're uh, in 23, just this is way in advance, but people can maybe save the date type thing in August. First week in August, we'll be together at Times Square Church in New York City for a conference we're calling Fire in Our Bones. Uh, a, a book is coming out, uh, 50 of the greatest most powerful sermons of David Wilkerson uh, that I'm publishing called Fire in His Bones. And we're using that title to sort of launch these new series of conferences, uh, Fire in Our Bones, to, to, to believe God. There's a message of fire shut up in our bones, and we can't hold it in. We have to get it out uh, for the United States, for Canada, for the French-speaking world, because we want to see a revival, spiritual awakening, a move of God. Amen. And we believe this in these last hours, as things disintegrate and things deteriorate that God will raise up not only a holy remnant but a fire breathing church that's that's going to make an impact on the world around us so uh, yeah save the date August I think it's August 2, 3, and 4 we actually have the date already uh, for Times Square Church in New York City a pastor's conference leader's conference and uh, you'll hear Claude and others there uh, so yeah so a lot of good things coming up and uh, sure appreciate you taking the time to be with us today thank you Pastor Claude very much thank you Gary I love you I love you too. God bless, buddy. Bye-bye now. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. <laughs>